So I you know, realized that I had to take matters into my own hands. So it's not just researching the materials and the fixtures, you know, all the nice, you know, end product finishes that make sure that you've got no VOCs, you know, in, in your, your, your cabinets and your flooring. So it went beyond that. And now I have to realize I have to research all the mechanical pieces, um, what goes behind the walls. And it was frustrating, but I realized if I didn't do it, I'd be making a huge mistake. Welcome to Home Green Homes Podcast. I am Izumi Tanaka, a green home advisor and a green realtor. Here I invite a variety of experts in the world of green homes and have conversations about how we can all live in healthy, resilient, and efficient homes. My guests provide insight in a wide range of topics from designing, building, living in green homes, purchasing or financing green homes and improvements, to how we can live to reduce the negative environmental impact from the way we live. My goal is to inspire and inform you Hello, this about is how we can make of Home Green Homes Podcast. And Today I have a friend and colleague, Lisa Colicchio as my guest and she actually has a, a, is a chair of women in green committee at UC, USGBC LA but today I am talking to her about her personal experience of de decarbonizing her own home so uh, thank you so much Lisa for coming in today I, I really appreciate your time um, can you tell me briefly about what you do because you're in the green build uh, field as I am. Yeah, sure. Um, I lead sustainability currently with Metrolink, um, in the third largest rail operator in the nation. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been in sustainability for about you know, 15 plus years now. Um, so, you know, helping companies green up their real estate, but also to putting in climate action plans and doing everything we can to reduce our emissions in every aspect. So I felt it was important that I do the same. I have to, you know, walk the talk. Right. And um, that's why I'm excited to talk to you today about my decarbonization journey. Yes. So uh, this is your own home that you decarbonize successfully, I am, I might add. Uh, tell me about the decision making process. Um, well, you already told me why, but um, uh, when did when did you start the process and what was the decision making process look like? Because we still have some obstacles to to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it started about a couple of years ago when my husband and I, um, we've been in our home 20 years now and we were, should we, you know, um, you know, sell and, you know, look to buy a new home. And we'd been looking for quite some time and we realized that it was just better if we could just upgrade our existing home and make it more what, what we want, you know, and got, got rid of all the negative things we didn't like about the house and, and make it our dream home. Mm -hmm. So we set about that a journey and, and with that was, you know, a, a gut of our existing house and also a, an addition. Mm -hmm. And with that, I knew that I'd be replacing every single appliance in the house. Mm -hmm. So I took this as an opportunity to decarbonize, right? You know, let's get off of gas, mm -hmm. um, get rid of the methane and, you know, really electrify and, and make that switch. Um, so, you know, first of all, you know, you, you start with the architect and you're working on your design plans and the layout. Mm -hmm. um, and then when you get down to appliances and, and then also having to talk with contractors, 
um, it was a rude awakening because I kept telling them, yeah, I want to go all electric. And, you know, they were trying to, you know, steer me in the other direction. You know, why would you want to do that? It's not efficient. And, you know, gas is just great. Just use it. And um, I was determined, right? I, you know, so luckily I didn't allow them to stop me. Um, it was even at one point uh, looking at hot water heaters. And I wanted to um, go electric, but also tankless. Mm-hmm. And um, it was one day I was interviewing a plumber and he told me they don't, they don't even exist. You can't buy one. If it's tankless, it has to be gas. I'm like, no, you don't get it. I want to get off gas. So I you know, realized that I had to take matters into my own hands. So it's not just researching the materials and the fixtures, you know, all the nice, you know, end product finishes that make sure that you've got no VOCs, you know, in, in your, your, your cabinets and your flooring. So it went beyond that. And now I have to realize I have to research all the mechanical pieces, um, what goes behind the walls. And it was frustrating, but I realized if I didn't do it, I'd be making a huge mistake. Right. I mean, this is the perfect timing if you were to do something like that when you are remodeling your home. And and if we don't do it now, it's going to be 20 years before we get to it again. Right. Yeah. So what did you do in in terms of actually doing that research yourself? I mean, I I know you're pretty knowledgeable, but what did it take? Yeah, I wasn't knowledgeable about appliances and everything like that either, because I'd been on gas my whole life. Mm -hmm. That's all I knew. And um, even in in a commercial world, um, I've never really had to, you know, investigate and research products behind the wall, right? Mm -hmm. I was always able to, you know, look to contractors. So I just opened up the internet and started searching, right? And I wasn't even, I didn't even know who to call because like I said, all these contractors are telling me different, especially in the residential, you know, contractors are less progressive, I think for the most part. Commercial, um, it's been at the forefront for a long time and, you know, Energy Star and Energy Efficiency has been out there for a long time. So commercial contractors, I think are more on board, Mm. um, but certainly not in the residential sector. So I just, you know, started searching. and every product, and you know, I was able to find um, a, a product on an electric tankless water heater, and it was made from Germany, you know, and from the 1930s. So it is possible, right? It, these products are available, and it turned out what was exciting is that the electric tankless water heater is half the cost of the tankless gas water heater. I just did a search on the internet, you know, and I kept, you know, looking for sites that that offered those models, and then um, looking to experts like Bob Vila and others that were doing, um, you know, they do all kinds of product um, uh, reviews, and so I looked to those and, and chats, right, when people who, and, and contractors that have taken that on, and I looked at YouTube videos of people that have installed it. So I went through many different avenues to get this information, but it but it was all online. It's available out there. You just kind of have to be diligent and put the time in. But at the end of the the day, you know, my time was money because I was able to save money um, on on some of these products. So you did find an electric tankless water heater. Yes. And and did you say that was a German made? Yeah. uh, uh, Steibel Eltron is the the brand that I ended up selecting for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's available on Amazon, on you know Home Depot. I mean, there's a bunch of different places that offer that product here in the States. That's great. So it's not something you 
necessarily imported from right. Germany yourself, but they are available in the, yeah. the American. There's a lot of distributors. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and so what else what else have you tried uh, so you got the electric water heater tankless mm -hmm. yeah i think really you know um the other big thing that where people spend a lot of money on um as far as their home energy use mm -hmm. and it was well gas mm -hmm. is your hvac right, right. you're heating it so so i think it's your your um water heater as well as your HVAC are the two biggest um, uh, appliances that would be, be important to switch out. Mm -hmm. And so in working with my HVAC contractor, he was all on board. Um, I did talk my first one that I interviewed, he was not on board with doing um, all electric yeah. HVAC. And mm -hmm. he's like, it's not gonna be efficient. It's gonna be very cold. And you in the cold days, you won't get proper heating. And, you know, we're in California. How many exactly. you know, freezing days do we have, right? So we're very lucky. Mm -hmm. uh, what we need is, you know, very efficient, you know, cooling during right. the summer. We'll use that more often. But, but um, yeah, so, so I have a package unit. Um, That's right. Yeah. And, Tell me, this is not mini split. No, it's Tell not. Tell me about split. the package you, you Yeah, so it's a, it's a package unit in that um, it does both heating and cooling. And they come, you know, in various tons, you know, the you know, two ton, you know, up to all the way up to five ton that is standard for residential. Um, and what, what happens is you can either go cooling with, you know, electric for cooling and gas for heat, mm -hmm. or they have the very same model that is all electric. So when it, what that happens is, is it's taking outside air and it's bringing it, the fan goes in reverse in the heating mode mm -hmm. and it warms that air and then brings it into the home. So it's much more efficient. Um, you know, I've, I've used it for a couple months now for, and, and, and during our, you know, the colder months that it was installed so far. And I haven't noticed a, a big increase in my electricity use. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my, my, I'm, and I have no gas now. So I'm very happy with it. And mm -hmm. I highly recommend it. And, it and, and the units don't cost a dime more. It's the same price. That's that's the that's the really key information because a lot of people think that whatever we do to electrify or to quote unquote green our homes is going to cost cost us more money. Um, how about how about the kitchen stove? I know this is yeah. this is a really yeah. I and I love to cook and I've always cooked with gas, mm -hmm. but you know I think as we all keep reading these articles the last few years. Um, and even recently, they're saying that even though your gas stove is completely turned off, you're not using it, it is leaking emissions, methane emissions, mm -hmm. just by the very nature that it's been installed. So that was very important to me. And I did a lot of research because mm -hmm. um, obviously you can have an electric stove. And I remember I've used an electric stove many, many years ago and they aren't great with those coils, but they've come a long way. And um, I went to uh, an appliance store um, and looked at a lot of different models, um, but mostly I was honing in on induction. And there's a lot of lot in the news lately about electric induction, and I have a cooktop. Mm -hmm. So um, even chefs are touting, you can find articles online and even videos. A lot of chefs now are moving to induction because it's so quick. 
So what I did is I went to Wolf. I'm like, well, if I'm going to go look at something, I'm going to look at high-end brand and see, and see what it looks like and, and experience it. So I went to the showroom and I had a demonstration um, at the Wolf showroom. And the um, gentleman there, one of the chefs, he took a big giant, giant a pot of boiling water or water and he put it on the induction there's a boost mode so just like tesla right uh -huh. has a boost mode so does the induction in 90 seconds it was a rolling boil wow that's amazing and here's the other part you know i love to do um desserts and chocolates and stuff like that so tempering chocolate for those of you who like to yeah. to to cook in our, our um patisserie chefs yeah um it has a mode where it's very low and um, they had a um, pan of chocolate that was melted and it was tempered and it stayed at that um, tempered mode all day long. Wow. Exactly. So you don't need a double boiler. You can actually temper it just in the pot, no special equipment. So I'm like, I was sold. So um, yeah, I haven't used it yet only because it's getting installed in two weeks. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm, I'm near the tail end, but I, I can't wait. So um, I, you know, don't, don't have any regrets at this mm -hmm. point of mm -hmm. getting off gas. I know. How about, how about your clothes dryer? Do you have? Yeah. Like yeah. So that's all electric as well. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, again, there was no price difference, whether, um, you know, they have those, the nice electric lux or electrolux or LG, um, units mm -hmm. and, or Samsung, you know, all of those mm -hmm. units come electric or gas. And it's mm -hmm. just, you make the decision and there is no price difference. Right. So did you utilize any incentive programs that are out there? There I, are many. Yeah, there are many. I mean, I'm going with my, um, my uh, utility providers, LADWP. So mm -hmm. I've already have, um, I've got my receipts. I haven't started the process of going through those rebates. Mm -hmm. um, they, unfortunately, there are no rebates for electric tankless water heater. Oh, um, I know, but, but certainly the gas company is offering if you, you know, go tankless gas. Mm -hmm. um, but because already my, the unit I paid for was half the price, it doesn't bother me to not get a rebate on that. But yes, I'm gathering all the information um, as well as we replaced windows. And so there's a lot of other efficiency things and insulation. Mm -hmm. You know, So again, um, utility providers are doing a great job at offering lots of rebates and incentives mm -hmm. that help you know, defray some of the costs. Was it easy for you to navigate to obtain that information? Like what types of in incentives are available? Sometimes it's, it's really hard to find that exact information that you're looking for yeah I, I went on the site and there's a lot of information it was a bit right. overwhelming mm -hmm. but I also picked up the phone and called customer service and so I really think it's best you know I know sometimes we just like to get the information ourselves mm -hmm. but you really do need to talk to people and and talk to the experts at the utility company because maybe there's something available you don't know about or that's coming and so um, it really is best to talk to a customer service rep Mm -hmm. uh, at, at your utility provider. Mm -hmm. So, and then my other question is, have you utilized any of the financing programs that are available specifically designed for homeowners to improve their energy efficiency or uh, electrifying? Have you noticed anything like that? Um, I didn't use any incentives only because, um, you know, I had built the expense into my remodel project but with this project, I did have to upgrade my electric panel. Mm 
mm-hmm. right? Because now I've, you know, I was a 100 amp, now I'm at 200 amp so that I can accommodate. And also by code now, um, you have to have, be EV ready. So um, I'll be ready when I make that transition. Mm-hmm. My end goal, right? Now that I got rid of a gas bill, my end goal is to do solar so that I can then get rid of an electric bill. Um, but it was just too much and too daunting yeah. to take on with this whole construction project. Mm-hmm. So I am getting solar ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that, I will definitely see what other incentive programs or financing are available mm-hmm. to help me offset some of that cost. Um, but yeah, to, you know, I, I'm thinking for the future and I just want less bills. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if these programs and appliances are available that it will allow you to reduce your utility cost. Yeah. I mean, it, it just makes sense to, to, to do it. Mm-hmm. So with all the electrification of your home um, so far, I know you're not use, using your induction stove yet. Um, how's the bill coming out to be? Is it, have you seen any difference? I haven't seen a huge difference yet. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see what happens during the summer months, right? Because the rates are a lot higher. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to be exploring a time of use rate code. Mm-hmm. So I'll be talking with my um, LADWP rep about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but another key thing too, is when I was going through the construction process, my home is from the 60s. And when we opened up some of the walls, there was no insulation. There's in the ceiling, yes, but not in the walls. And so and now that I'm doing that, I'm putting insulation in um, behind those walls so that that will should even make my home even more efficient. Right. So um, the other big recommendation I have is that many utilities will come out and do an audit, an energy audit for you. Um, and it's typically free. And I highly recommend people do that so that you can identify some of these no low cost measures that you mm-hmm. can take to improve your efficiency mm-hmm. um, before even undertaking these larger um, capital expenses. Yes, that's always my uh, very first recommendation for homeowners, even before you put the solar panels to get the energy audit done. Right. So uh, did LADWP offer that energy audit? Um, they do offer that. I didn't take them up on it only because I'm doing all this already. I'm replacing right. everything, right. replacing my windows and putting in insulation. So I kind of already had that knowledge by being kind of on the inside. That's right. um, but, but yes, I do recommend for most homeowners, you know, go get the audit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I, I wasn't actually, I knew that the, some uh, municipalities around the countries are now requiring energy audit and, and they do offer that for free for homeowners. So that's something that's definitely worthwhile checking into because that's, I think it's the very first step for any, anybody who's doing anything to their homes, you know, especially if the home is older than newer, right? right? Yeah to have the energy auditor come and, come and uh, check it out. So um, what did you find most challenging in this process? Finding contractors, <laughs> oh my God, who don't wanna just you know charge you an arm and a leg and rip mm-hmm. you off. It's very hard, mm-hmm. it's very hard. I think that is the most challenging part. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you, and, and what we ended up relying on is just kind of word of mouth, like people we knew. So we went to our architect and, hey, do you know a so-and-so contractor? Mm-hmm. It's all about, I mean, you could use Yelp, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's, you got to take that with a grain of salt. Right. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's very difficult, I think, to find reputable, trustworthy contractors, especially in residential. Right. Um, and who's knowledgeable and right. skilled. 
yeah, and not going to steer you in a different direction or mm-hmm. oversell you on something. So, mm-hmm. but again, you know, that really comes down to the homeowner. You, you can't just check out. You have to really be diligent. You have to do your homework and you have to, unfortunately, you have to be just as knowledgeable, you know, using the tools on the internet, it's all there and available um, by, by being just as knowledgeable as your contractor so that you can have an intelligent conversation and ask the right questions. Mm-hmm. And, so, and do a lot of preparation in advance. Yeah, I know. It's, that's the most challenging part I keep hearing, that finding the right contractors to do the job that we want them to do. Um, so, you know, you and I have been in this, in this world for some time together. Uh, do you see, like, um, in, as you said, you were in the commercial real estate uh, industry before. And as I, I see that in the commercial real estate field, there's more grant green building practice being, you know, implemented. And what do you see in, you know, from your standpoint as a homeowner, you know, in implementing the green building practice in the residential and mostly like more smaller single family residential or smaller, you know, duplex, triplex, that level, do you see any um, movement? I think it's slow. I mean, although when I drive around my neighborhood, I think the biggest thing that people have done mm-hmm. is install solar panels. Yeah. Um, you know, luckily there's been a lot of incentives, a lot of marketing and promotions. Um, so I think that's been the biggest jump that people have made so far is solar. But really, you know, there's all there's so many more things that we could be doing at our home. And like you said, even the basics of being more efficient. So I do wish there was more information available and that more were um, more references available mm-hmm. um, to, to, so I, I'm not sure what, what's the best way. And, and I think even if real estate agents were more mm-hmm. knowledgeable, I think a good majority of them, um, you know, I know very successful real estate agents, but I don't know, a lot of them aren't really invested in, in knowledgeable around green building, because mm-hmm. I don't think that, um, the, the trades um, and the green building organizations have done a real good job of engaging mm-hmm. on the yeah. residential level, yeah. right? And uh, yeah, I think they, they tackled commercial first, but now it's very important that we engage, you know, our, our residential agents as well and, the, and, and that professional community. I agree. And as, as you know, USGBCLA is launching uh, green home committees and, and all the things that you just mentioned will be addressed to to really educate and disseminate the information for the real estate professionals and contractors and builders mm-hmm. and, and homeowners out there to, to really think twice about it when, you know, when you're doing something new to your home, like even if it's just one thing, right? Right. Yeah. You, how can you make it one, that one green thing? Yeah, right? exactly. And so what is your, what is your next step? Um, once you get your induction stove installed, you're going to start cooking. <laughs> and, then, and then also, you know, trying to share the information about mm-hmm. how important it is. And it really yeah. is not difficult because the equipment is available. There are contractors available. It's that you have to have the knowledge. And so you have to be curious right. to go find it, but it is there. Mm-hmm. And so um, whatever I can do to help um, educate people that, you know, decarbonation is not something to be scared of. <laughs> you certainly should take it on. And, and right. in the end, 
we, we will all benefit. Your bottom line will benefit, mm-hmm. but so will our planet and, and the health of our you know, communities. Exactly. So once you have your uh, solar panels installed, how long would it, would it make from the, from the time that you decided to do your remodel till you finish and have your hopefully become net zero or positive zero or positive energy? Well, hopefully, you know, I hear all these, these um, um, stories about how long it will take with the permitting process and the utility, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to um, let that sway me. Uh, it will probably take another 18 months. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, a good, you know, two and a half years. Yeah. And would you say that that would be worthwhile for you? Absolutely. To then be utility free and not, not to have a utility bill, but also knowing what I'm doing, um, that de- fully decarbonizing and, and, and using the rays of the sun to power my home. I mean, it's, that's pretty powerful. Yes, it's indeed powerful. And, and you and I have to keep doing all the things that we're doing to, to have everybody get on the board. Yeah. You know, when you think about it, you people um, really gravitate towards recycling. And I think it's just because it's been around since the 70s. So people just feel so, you know, committed and connected to, oh, I recycled that, you know, plastic bottle. But, you know, okay, but that's a small, tiny drop compared to actually decarbonizing and taking that step or putting solar panels. Those are much larger um, proactive measures we can take to reduce emissions. Yeah. Recycling is a tiny drop in a bucket. So um, you've got, it's, t- it's time to, t- to step it up a notch. Exactly. I agree with you completely, 100%. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, for your time. And I am, I am excited to share this with everybody else because I, I was just talking to somebody else who was trying to replace all her appliances. So Hopefully this would help a lot of people. Yes, I'm happy to answer any other questions and I really enjoyed the time with you today, Izumi. Thank Thank you you so much, Lisa. So this was Izumi Tanaka with Home Green Homes until my next episode.